This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Why is your voice so low? It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. The Ukraine has kind of sucked the air out of my uh, my life in terms of stuff I'm paying attention to, so I've missed a couple. Oh, by the way, I uh, got the TVs on in here, and Let's Make a Deal is on. I feel like mm. Drew Carey has given up. It looks to me like Drew Carey has just completely given up. In what sense? Uh, he, he doesn't even get his shirts pressed anymore or iron them, it would appear. So he, he, got, he, he doesn't shave anymore. He got rid of the tie. He doesn't even, like, wear dress shirts with his jacket. They're just, like... A button-down shirt he threw on under the jacket. Yes. Yeah, I remember after the initial weight loss, he looked very snappy for a while. He's definitely moved into the, uh, what's a what's a good comparison? It's like I he forgot know. he had to dress up today, and he just throws a jacket over a regular shirt and goes out the door to record his Let's Make of the Deal, which I'm well, sure he he gives, Price is right, he, isn't he, it? Price is right, whichever. Whatever, yeah, I get the same thing. Up. He gives zero shits. I mean, that's that's clear. He would say to me, I don't know what he makes, but I make $6 million a year. I work four hours a week, two months a year or something like that. I mean, it would be, if you if you had it laid out for you, it'd be extraordinary. So. I got a no-cut deal unless <laughs> right. I'm caught raping a goat in Central Park. <laughs> I can wear whatever I want. I'm wearing what I want. <laughs> got any questions? Dumb, dumb. <laughs> Uh, so there's that. And then why did I do the little voice? Uh, because of Elizabeth Holmes. So I feel, remember when we all, the whole country got hooked on the OJ series that had John Travolta and Ross from Friends and everybody in it? Juice, juice. You don't sound like the juice anymore, juice. I'm just saying. It was so damned entertaining and informative. Yes. Well, the same thing is being done right now with this Hulu series, The Dropout, which is the Elizabeth Holmes story. And I've been reading about it, and it sounds really good, and I wish I was watching it. Episode 3 is coming out now, and that's the episode where she and her boyfriend discuss her wearing the turtleneck to try to get get the whole Steve Jobs thing and discuss her lowering her voice and uh, working on that whole deal. Why would I want to do that? That sounds stupid. Just try it, baby. Just try it. Well, all right. One single drop of blood. Oh, baby. That's what we're looking for. Apparently, there are other precedents throughout history. I didn't realize that Margaret Thatcher, when she wanted to become prime minister of Great Britain, worked on lowering her pitch, thinking that would help her in some way. So. Yeah, I can see that with women. Uh, it's it's probably dumb that, that they feel like, no, it's probably dumb that they should do that, but I get it. Being squeaky and girlish sounding, you get less respect. It's no just doubt. true. No doubt. It is something you have to overcome. Yeah. Um, and they use the opposite example of um, Paris Hilton doing kind of the high baby talk thing is also a put on to lead people a different direction. Yeah. I want to be the ditzy bimbo. Um, kind of interesting. Well, I'm, I might have to check that show out. I've not seen yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, my uh, my take on women play by play people is the same as it's always been. And that is make me a sandwich. 
Well, no. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going. No, not at all. No. They will, you know, it, it's inevitable. Every play-by-play person does this. You know, uh, Roger takes snap. He, uh, you know, he, I'm, I'm obviously doing a very poor job of imitating a football game. Uh, he fades back. Oh, he's got Jones open. He's got Jones open. He's got the ball. The 10, the five. And their voice gets higher in pitch. But women who start up here, I mean, it's so, it's insufferable. Oh, it's too much. I didn't know you could get that high, Joe. It's just, you're not, you're not cut out for it. Hmm. You know, there are things dudes probably shouldn't do. Okay. I just, the screeching, you can't take it. Is that sexist? I don't think it is. High-pitched noises hurt human ears. Well, the other part, though, you said maybe people shouldn't do this. What, like 100,000 years worth of evolution that for some reason we think we've determined, probably for a reason, that people with lower voice are have better leadership or a better mate to have healthy children or whatever. There's a reason for it. Maybe it's just that your voice generally lowers as you get older, at least, you know, for a while. I don't know. Until you start sounding like Abe Simpson. <laughs> I, that's what I dread. I was listening to the Paul Simon audiobook, and if you haven't ever checked that out, if you're even a tiny bit fan of Simon and Garfunkel or Paul Simon, you should check it out on Audible. So Gotta freaking good. Got to do it. And it's only five and a half hours, so it's not like one of those... 60-hour dedication. I'm a very busy man. Anywho, I was thinking about that listening to him. Is I dread when I turn audibly old. You can get pretty damn old and still sound exactly the same. Mm-hmm. But at some point, seems to be around late 70s for most people, you start to sound old. And is the great Paul Simon across that threshold? Is oh, that yeah, what you're definitely. Saying? Yeah, yeah. I considered bridge over rumpled waters, and then I thought bridge over turbulent waters. Too many syllables. That sort of thing. (laughs) Well, I talked about seeing Don Henley on Austin City Limits doing his songs, and he had the old man smacking when he would explain the song. I wrote this song when I came up to Yadifra. And he kept doing that. I'm like, ah. people, people living their life like it was in a fast lane. I can't, I can't do, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop. Hmm. But anyway, we're all going to get older. You can't help it. <laughs> That's an excellent point. I thought that was a decent place to stop. I mean, we could plunge on, but. Uh... I was talking to my dad yesterday because uh, it was my son's birthday, so we called uh, Grandma and Grandpa, asking about his jeeping. Because uh, he finally, at age 83, gave up the horse and uh, and now drives Jeeps with people. Do you mean he quit heroin or he no longer rides equines? <laughs> yeah, my dad was not on the heroin. He was riding horses. <laughs> I see. As a guy who grew up that way, um, he, he went to school in a horse-drawn carriage. His dad wow. would ride a horse to various events. Wow. Um, anywho... Uh, was it? Oh, so he uh, stopped riding a horse, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and now he jeeps with people. He does like off road, um, that sort of thing. And he wow, was cool. How adventurous! I love that. And he was telling my kids about how he was on this narrow road that was a cliff, like a quarter of a mile down. And he said he was pretty nervous, and uh, now he doesn't want to go on that particular drive again. And he'll be eighty five this year. Wow, wow! How is he that much cooler than I am? 
at his age. Yeah, he's he's living life. Good for him. That's great. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's interesting how different people are built, and then how people age differently. You know, I have one friend. I haven't talked to him in a while, and it's a shame because I just absolutely loved him. He's he's considerably older than I am. He was still working and starting companies at age seventy-seven. Mm. And he said, I got friends, they retire, they die. I'm not going yeah, that way. Yeah. I, like my, I like my work. I'm going to keep working until I die. I, have, I know other people who have retired quite happily. Your dad, yeah. for instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he talked about how hard it was for a long time, though. Really, really hard. Um, I have known a handful of people that, like, aged 20 years in a year when they retired. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't think I'd go that route because I'm really aware of that. Mm. But I don't know. I don't know. You got to have a purpose. Right. Yeah. And and frankly, I I love doing this so much. I don't I don't know. I, I think I would miss it way more than I realize. So I, I have no plans to ever quit. Um, Not having a role in the national discussion, I think, would hurt me more than I realize. I know. I know. And I, you know, I hate to even say that out loud, but a small, pathetic, a small, idiotic pathetic role probably does no good. But humble gestures. <laughs> strutting and fretting our hour upon the stage or something like that yes michael i have no other skills so i'm just well, oh, screwed there's, there's yeah. that yeah us too originally mrs robinson <laughs> was mrs schmidkovich <laughs> Coo-coo-coo-choo, mrs schmidkovich i sang the record company said no uh, well i i guess that's it <laughs> 